program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, we're here. We're not scared of what's coming. We're ready to get after it. Another week of the tailgate. Not sure how much of a week it's going to be, but we have at least shelled out today on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Jeff Cardozo here with you. Jose on the other side of the glass producing. And Pat is still out. In jail. Yes. <laughs> we, we won't. The, the reasons are just so crazy. That we just, we should it's a, hard to put out there. We should do a poll. Yeah, wh- where, where is Pat? <laughs> Jury duty. <laughs> it's an important case. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, real quick, the, I, I thought it was the funniest thing when I was a little kid, because I didn't grow up here, and we would always come up for homecoming games, and that was it. Like it, My parents would bring me up, so we'd come to the homecoming game, go to Gator Growl, do all this, and the first time I ever saw it, like we're, we're driving and I saw the sign that said Waldo, Oh my God, I finally found Waldo. There's Waldo. Like I was probably seven or eight and I thought I was the coolest kid ever for saying that. So Waldo, that is good. Waldo was famous because they were in the AAA handbook for the biggest speed trap in America. Ah. And um, that was for years. Your dad probably knew. Was your dad driving or your mom? I don't know. It was my dad, yeah. yeah. Dad knew. Yeah. He slowed down in Waldo. Yeah, he had to. Um, they got busted a few years back, and they, they ended yeah, they the ended police department and all that. The whole town, right? Yeah, it yeah. really hurt the town, but they did it for decades. So yeah. if you went through Waldo speeding, and then Lottie was right behind it. So yeah. when we used to go to uh, Florida, Georgia, it was it was Speed a trap. traps everywhere. Yeah. yeah, so you had to be real careful. But yeah. You found Waldo. Found Waldo. Yeah. So so that's – yeah, let's do that. Hey, call in today. You have to if – you, <laughs> if you get it right, we'll, we'll answer it. But tell us what Pat is doing. Why is not – why is he not here? Maybe he's in Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to have PG here. Um, we'll uh, we'll have a lot of fun today. Certainly uh, talk a lot of Florida football. It's closer and closer. Hard to believe that it is this week. I, I know some of you are wondering, well, what's going on with the storm and everything has happened. Team is scheduled to leave on Wednesday at around 3 o'clock. So hopefully that stays and storm will get up and through and be gone. I mean, I, I would. I guess the only other option would maybe push that back a little bit more. If if the storm's lingering, because you can't leave tomorrow, I think that's when the the major part of the storm's coming. Plus, I don't know if they the hotel would have room for a hundred dudes to come yeah. in there and and work that that early. So I think the only option would be to stay on that, or at least push it back a little bit more into Wednesday. But you don't want to get there too late because then you play Thursday. So. That's one of the ways you deal with the altitude, though. Get in and it, out. In and out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just spent some time, as you know, up in Colorado like, yeah. last week for a little while, whatever. And uh, so Denver is a mile up, right? And then Estes Park, which is near Denver, is like almost double that. And that's where you can feel it, dude. Like up there, it's like you start doing some trails, and you're like, whoa. You know, you feel like you're just kind of out of shape. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a weird feeling. And if you drink alcohol, it also affects you. For, you know, it gets into the bloodstream, the O2 levels. 
But that would actually probably, what you're saying is push it back a little bit if they had to, might be kind yeah. of beneficial, right? Yeah. You wouldn't have to change plans. You'd have your hotel room and you'd be in and out to deal with the altitude, which is lower than Denver. It's, right. it's about half, I believe. I think it's 2,000, what is it, uh, a mile, less than a mile, probably like a half mile up. So yeah. it might not be that. I wouldn't think it would be that bad. I think them coming here last year was more to deal with. Yeah, This is hard to deal with. I got yeah. family that comes down from New York, and they're like, how do you live here, dude? Yeah, they're like, hopping and it is, it is. And I'm like, it's not even that bad today. Yeah. You know, I'm wearing a long sleeve. Like, <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, I mean, what else can you do? As we've seen with COVID, anything can happen. So, you you know, you could leave the morning of. I doubt that would ever happen. But yeah, that definitely wouldn't happen. No, but at least the night before. Okay. Right? But yeah, I'll, uh, if something changes, we'll let, we'll let you know, but we'll uh, inevitably see what happens. So, if you want to call, you can. 392 8255. Those are the uh, digits, lots to uh, to certainly talk about. Like, are are you starting you know, as as a longtime Gator fan? Like, are you? Is it finally like exciting because it's just a few days away? Like, I want to hear that from all the all the callers too. I I think I woke up this morning and it almost was a reality. It was like, holy crap! Yeah. Like it's like four days away. Like we'll be playing a football game here in just a few days. Yeah. And I, and I had to pack and drop my luggage off and all that stuff. So. I'm excited. I'm I'm pretty jacked up. I, I've I've been listening to a lot more stuff over the last couple of weeks, kind of paying attention. I'm wondering if Cam Rising is going to play, which I think he will because he's yeah. a gamer. And I do, with your medical expertise, talk yeah. about that the time knee? period in the knee yeah. and the eight eight months, and cause it'll be eight months to the day. Yes, that uh, he had that. Well, I'll just jump into that yeah. real quick. So, you know, a couple of years ago, even it was a year recovery, mm-hmm. and then they started shortening it. Uh, it also depends on how you do the surgery. Uh, you can do cadaver ligaments. They do plugs. I mean, it just there are different ways to do the ACL. But in the end, it's the same thing. You've replaced the ACL. And right. if that was the only injury, which is that, you know, because sometimes when you tear the ACL, you can also tear the meniscus. You can tear another ligament. You have four major ligaments in the knee, the outside, the inside, and then two in the center. Okay. Each one controls the movement, left, right, front, back. And they're all named something different. Everybody kind of knows the ACL anterior cruciate but you also have the posterior cruciate which is the one that holds it from going back okay so uh, to my knowledge he only tore one and i don't think he tore the meniscus which is kind of like the shock of the knee which gives you that padding yep so he has a chance to come back a little earlier especially with like what they do now with the rehab and the way they do the surgery and he didn't have any infections we didn't hear anything about that and he's been practicing i think he did some some he's seven done, on done seven. seven on seven eleven on eleven he's been full full go so he's listed as the starter yeah i don't know what that means but you know uh, so anyway but uh, he could come back now here's the thing is he gonna run like he did last year i mean he's a gamer though yeah i love i love his name too doesn't he have the coolest name cam <laughs> rising it's just that's what college football is all about like stuff like i mean that, that should right? be the easiest marketing for a poster yeah like for game day, if he's going to play, like something rising behind him, and it's that game day and all that. Be perfect. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, last year in the fourth quarter, before he threw the pick to Bernie, which was amazing, that mm-hmm. was a great moment, he ran, I think he had like a 25-yard run on, on our side to put them down Get there. Get down there, yeah. Is he going to be able to do that? Yeah, he had more so, than 90 rushing yards last year. So it was a big part of yeah. what he did and what they did as a team. So. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Let's get some phone calls and uh, get after it early here on our Titan MRI hotline. Steve will kick it off. Hey, Steve, what's up? Hey, guys. Um, if I'm not mistaken, from what I've been hearing, um, 
Utah is uh, 4,200 feet, okay. which is what, you know, uh, 1,000 feet less or whatever uh, than Denver, because Denver's obviously a mile up mm-hmm. as, as per, per the Mile House Stadium. Um, anyway, uh, that's uh, announced uh, on both of his last two uh, podcasts. Uh, he's got COVID. So you gave it away. No, I, obviously <laughs> I know. I was just trying to mess with it and have some fun. Make people think of what what he's really doing, but yeah, he uh, he he it hit him hard, Steve. He's he's been struggling, but luckily uh, it seems like he's starting to bounce back and hopefully get back in here quickly. Yeah, uh, the last one he did, what what last Thursday or whatever it was, uh, um, he said he got it from his wife. Uh, I thought he would be you know well enough to at least do you know you do from the office and him from his home, but evidently not. Yeah, no, he, uh, he he wanted to still take a few more days, so we'll let him do what he needs to do. Well, I was hoping he didn't come in because all he needed to do was come in and give it to you and then you give it to the football players. That would have been something. <laughs> yeah, that, w- that wouldn't have happened. Uh, I wouldn't have allowed it. <laughs> so a- anyway, that's uh, – um, and he, he made no bones about it. He, he, he talked about it on both podcasts, so it's, it's, it's not a secret, I sure. guess. Sure. All right, thank you. All right, Steve, thank you. So uh, Salt Lake is 4,200 feet, okay. and then Denver is 5,200 feet. So it's a probably like 0.8 miles up. Okay. Um, it could affect you, but I don't think it's going to be that bad. And I like coming in and going because that's one of the strategies. Either you spend a lot of time there, yep. like a week, yep. or you do the, what do you call it, come in and go, come and go, whatever, I don't know. Yeah, just in and out. In and out. Quick. That's what she said. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you know. Let's see what John says. He is next. Hey, John, what's up, buddy? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, so, Jeff, uh, what's your guys' plan? Are you guys move, leaving out tomorrow? Well, the plan was uh, still to stay Wednesday, but I know there's been a lot of talks. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have us leave tomorrow and then either, maybe not even go all the way to Denver, but just maybe get out of town, stop somewhere, spend the night, and then uh, get there on, on Wednesday. Yeah, well, you guys stay safe. I'm I'm honkering down later on tomorrow night, so just kind of everybody hope you know in your listening area just stay safe and you know let's get past this and head on to the the game. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you you guys talk about uh, Cam Rising. I got the name. This will probably be from the the uh, the Chris Berman you know list of uh, uh, nicknames. I think it would be Cam Bad Moon Rising. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. So. You know, be, you could hear him. You know, he's on the field. If he's he doesn't do prime time anymore, but you could hear him. You know, he throws a eighty yard touchdown. Opening gets us. I'm thinking if he's in the pros, you could hear that that nickname come out. So, but you guys talking about the heat and everything like that, and you, you mentioned your your uh, folks coming down from New York. Well, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, back in the eighty early eighties, I think it was eighty two when we had USC over here. Um, I actually got finally, you know, was fortunate enough to get a ticket. I was on the, which is now the student side. That's back then. They had, uh, US, I guess, all the USC fans would still be over there. And to hear them just swelping in the heat, and they were just like, man, it's so hot here. Well, back then, games were at 1 o'clock, you know. You know, in the middle of September, you imagine a game being at 1 o'clock now. It just, everybody would be dying. So, But back then, games 1 o'clock, and you, I mean, that, really took the toll on players. I think that the heat and humidity in Gainesville is more effective to opposing teams than 
vice versa that's going out for Utah. I think Florida's going to be fine. I do too. No. So, I mean, as far as that, that is concerned, and uh, Jeff, uh, real quick before I let you go, um, I don't know if you got an update, but Ben Sheldon won his first game, first match today, U.S. Open. Awesome. And his next uh, match is uh, Dominic Team. He used to be a number top five player, and he actually won the U.S. Open about three or four years ago. So that's a good, really dis, uh, different test for him. So um, good luck for him, and I uh, hope you guys can you know get a chance to, to see in the highlights. He did pretty good today. So anyway, enjoy you guys' show, and I'll, I'll watch you guys later. Cool. Thanks, John. Appreciate you. Yep. So looking at this tracker, yep. Dahlia, so you know it's like Wednesday a.m. Pretty much looks like Wednesday going to come right over. Yeah, come through us. So Tuesday, they they've already canceled Alachua County. Yeah, tomorrow Tomo- and Wednesday. What, tomorrow. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you got to get prepared. I'm, I'm never like not getting prepared, but you know, what are the, the kids are going to be at the house if it's going to be sunny out. Yeah, and and bad news for that is at least what I've been told. Now they have to make it up and extends into the winter break. So now they have school on the 22nd and 23rd no. of December. So, oh, like, man. how does that that messes up Christmas plans? If That's you're so thinking weird. about leaving, that That's that just doesn't seem right. Yeah. Maybe there'll be like flex days and nobody will show up anyway. We still be bad for the teachers, yeah, because they're gonna have to work. So it's hard enough getting teachers, yeah, taking more benefits away. Yeah. And but anyway, that's a whole nother thing. Dipping but into their. You see how fast this one formed in like the little peninsula down yeah. there. I was supposed to go to Lakeland tomorrow night and talk. Yeah, no, they man, had to bang that. But it's like. And this is early in the season, so they might have more days they're going to miss. Yeah. But hopefully this is it. Hopefully so. All right, lots to talk about, lots to uh, do. We'll get a break, and we'll come back with more. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Chris Will. Florida football is officially back this week. The Gators will travel to Utah to face the Utes to kick off their 2023 season. Wisconsin transfer Graham Mertz will make his debut as the quarterback of the Gators, while questions remain about whether Utah QB Cam Rising will be able to give it a go. You can catch that game right here on Thursday with coverage starting at 5. And on the volleyball court, Florida took down Penn State and South Florida over the weekend. Freshman Kennedy Martin recorded 45 kills across her first two collegiate matches. Florida will take on number 3 Stanford tomorrow with coverage starting right here at 845. And on the tennis court, former Gators star Ben Shelton won his first-round matchup of the U.S. Open. He'll take on Austrian Dominic Team on Wednesday in the second round. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will be Panini, Tops, Leaf. Upper Deck, we have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! 
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. SurfPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on WRUF Radio App. Hi, welcome back. Jeff and PG with you here today on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Same numbers, 392-8255 if you want to give us a call. Game week. I'm usually pretty good at this. Who's the bump music right there? I don't know who this is. Dang, I've yeah. heard it. Anyway, Pat's. That's all Pat's stuff. Yeah, he's got a majority of them. I got a few in there, though. Do you sprinkle in? I'll be able yeah. to tell you which ones are yours. It's like the that 90s, was a Pat. 90s hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of stuff. But I wonder who that was. I know that song. Um, speaking of that, real quick, did you see the story on Sports Center about Wisconsin and jump around? No. Really cool. And I, I honestly, I didn't know this. It's pretty crazy. So I have to ask Graham Mertz about this. But um, so 1998, they were trying to think of something to do. So 
they asked an intern who was a, a guy on the football team, like helping out them, like, what, what do I do in music? So they listed a bunch of different things, and then the guy said, you know, what, what kind of gets everybody going? And it was, you know, hey, I go to the bar sometimes, and they play House of Pain and mm-hmm. jump around, and, you know, everybody kind of gets into it. So they tried it just before, after a big pick, and it, they were playing Drew Brees that day, Purdue. They get a pick. It ends basically the third quarter, so kind of like what we do here in Gainesville, won't back down, they played jump around at the end of the third quarter. The entire stadium went nuts. So they've played jump around at the end of the third quarter ever since 1998. And it was created at this bar by these two guys that were... So they did the whole story on them, and then they brought back the dude to a Wisconsin game. To do it? To did the song, so he introed it. And he thought it was like the coolest thing ever. So they basically kept him alive for 30 years. That is awesome. It was really, you, I, you have to go back and try to watch it. I got it. two quick things. Okay. So when I graduated here, I went to Cairo school and I yeah. went there and it was down south Florida. So people came from all across the country and it was a bunch of Wisconsin people, Badgers. Okay. And they were, I loved them. They loved sports. Yeah. They were just generalizing. I'm not stereotyped. But they looked very clean cut or whatever. But when it came time to get down, Man, they got after it. Oh, they got after it on the court. We we had an adult basketball team. We did intramurals, but like you know, we'd go out to the local establishments, and it, they turned into somebody else. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, man! And they were they were a lot of fun. I really liked that group. Well, it's the Ohio it's so State cold up there. They just drink all the time. The exact opposite was the Ohio State guys. Really? <laughs> and then we were whipping them up, <laughs> which was awesome. Basketball, football. Um, the other thing is, you remember Tennessee, the ten nine game? Obviously, the wheel route to Matt Jones. Yep. Trayon was like the starter until he wasn't that night, mm. which was weird. <laughs> but do you remember they had Little John out there and it was like third down for what? And they played it every Wasn't that the worst? It was awful. We're in Tennessee and they got Little John. Yeah. And it was like, Daddy, we're turned down for what? It, was it was so. Every third down they put it on the scoreboard. I was ready to shoot myself. So that was the exact opposite of like getting it done. Yes. You know, like sounds like Wisconsin's was a good one. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, but yeah, you got to watch it. It was like a Sports Center featured or something, but. Really cool how, how they did it. All right, back to the phones we go. It is uh, Rick's turn to join us. Rick, what's up? Hey, guys. Doing well. Uh, I got a couple of questions. One's baseball and one's football. Uh, the baseball one is when you are, are broadcasting and the, the player does well, where did you come up with the brown high handsome uh, handsome so, guy from? Yeah, so it's actually from, you know, as we're sitting here talking about songs, uh, John Fogarty in, in Creedence Clearwater, center field. Um, so in that song, he says, round and third, heading for home. It's a brown-eyed, handsome man. Anyone can understand the way I feel. So I just, I've heard that song so much from growing up around baseball fields and all that stuff. So I just said it one day and it kind of clicked and, and stayed. So that, that's where it comes from. Oh, okay. Because I'm going, golly, that's kind of a little weird, you know, for me. But uh, I'll say that. <laughs> okay, the one on, on football is, when the when the Gators travel, they have what a certain amount of players they take. They Cor- they don't take everybody that dresses out at home, correct? Correct. Yeah, the the road is uh, the roster is reduced. Okay. And now, does everybody? Is it enough to sit on one plane, or like, do you all travel with the team, or do they have two planes? Uh, yes, it's it's one one plane, a uh, really big plane, really uh, nice with tv screens and you watch movies and do all that stuff but yeah they, they usually charter like a delta flight or something and uh we're, okay. we're all on there together 
Okay, now does it go out of the main terminal or is it the the other side? The main main terminal. Base baseball goes out of the uh, other side. Baseball and softball and basketball right. go yeah, out right. on the smaller planes, go out the other side. But football goes out the main terminal. Okay, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, I'll bring sure. back the W. Yep, we'll do, Rick. Thank you. So is it, <clears throat> it's like 60, 50, 60, 65 that yep. you take on the road. Okay. And then you can you can dress a ton more, 20 more at home, right? Yes. Like a lot more. Okay. Yeah, you always see more. And then you even get the, the towel waivers that are out yep. in their jersey and they're still on the roster. And where do that. Where do those guys go when the team is away and they're not traveling? Do they all watch it together in the facility? Nah, they with, just, no, they just do their own thing. Do their own thing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Um, all right, Matt's next. Hey, Matt, what's up? Um, have they decided when they're going? Are they going tomorrow, or is that going to be announced tonight? Um, there are talks that uh, we're probably going to leave tomorrow. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the original had, plan was Wednesday at 3 o'clock, but it looks like uh, things are changing. Now, Matt, did, didn't did you call in Steve's show last week and start talking about elevation? You had done some training or something. I did. I was going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, I, I now, I've got experience training altitude or training for altitude. So I live in Mississippi now, so I'm at two level. Um, you really can't. Oh. I mean, some people have tents and some people wear the mask. And honestly, there's no substitute for fitness. So, I mean, these guys are fit. So that's fine. There are a couple of different approaches. Hey Matt, we're uh, we're we're losing you really bad. Um, maybe... Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's good. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah, there's a couple of different approaches when it comes to dealing with uh, with altitude. Um, really, number one thing is just being fit. I mean, there's no substitute for fitness, which I think we we check that box. Um, there are some some people you can get acclimated by showing up you know, a week or two ahead of time to let your body kind of get acclimated to the altitude. But also, let's keep this in mind. When we're talking about altitude, Salt Lake City is 4,100 feet. Yes, that's higher than sea level, obviously, for where we are, but it's not high enough to give anyone altitude sickness. Um, But when dealing with altitude, uh, the approach usually is one of two things. One, show up to get acclimated or what they do is what they call show and go and that's what a lot of nfl teams do that's what a lot of people will do for certain races um i ran a race in colorado last august um and i had to show up a week and a half ahead of time just to get acclimated but some people showed up the day before because technically altitude sickness to affect for about two or three days go out a day early that does kind of factor in a little bit because if you are going to show any kind of symptoms, it generally will happen about two days in. So if we show up an extra early, that's going to give more time for any kind of altitude yeah. sickness to set in. I don't really see it a problem because football is more of a uh, stop-and-go type sport, right? Um, you're, it's not like an endurance thing where you're having to run nonstop ever. Or it's not like a, a persistent exercise. It's more so you're getting a lot of breathers. But I do think if we do have any kind of problem, it will be with um, people in the trenches. You're big guys, but as far as all your skill players and all them, they're going to be just fine. 
and you know they're all super fit so that shouldn't be an issue but i do think um yeah i mean we're i would much rather go towards altitude versus the heat and humidity because it's just uh it's gonna be nice and cool out there and these guys are they're not gonna know what to do with themselves because i mean how high has it been in gainesville 110 for like the last month straight mm-hmm but I think so. If they're going to go out an extra day early, could that present any kind of problem? I don't think it will. But anyway, that's just my experience with it. But, you know, what do I know? I mean, that's one thing about Billy and them. They have totally, you know, surrounded themselves with everybody. I mean, you know, you got 300 people on staff. Surely somebody knows something. Yeah, about he, and he's on. so but thorough anyway. with all that stuff and, and the planning <laughs> and making sure it's done right. So, Do you know Salt Lake? Yeah, true, true. Salt Lake but was yeah, 100, it, it, 100 degrees today. Really? Yeah, they hit a yeah, but that's a different kind of. But totally, also, that's a different kind of. That's a different kind of hundred degrees. Though. That probably feels about like eighty here, right? Yeah, but you're um, still sweating, and you don't. It, it's weird. You're right. Totally right. But, it, it is weird, but also too. So I think I've heard a lot of people talk about. Oh well, you know, they're out forty one hundred feet is really not. That's really not high elevation. It's really not. It's not until you get above about six or seven thousand that you really start seeing the effects of it. Um, but anyway, uh, it should be fun, and um, talk to you guys later. All right, Matt. Appreciate you. So I, I totally agree with him, and he's got some really good insight because he trained, you know, triathlon or, or something like that, long distance running. But just outside of Denver, I went to Estes Park, which is only an outside, an hour outside. It's where the the, yep. the Shining. We mm-hmm. actually went to that hotel. But anyway, but that was eighty. It was double. You went way up. You went through Boulder, and it's only an hour, hour and twenty. But you were double what Denver was. It was eight thousand, and that's where you could feel it. Not right away, like when you got out of the car, but when you were doing some trailing, and it just you just knew. Yep. I can't explain it. it. That, but if you're at forty-one, you're below Denver. I think it might have a little bit of impact, but not much. Yeah, I don't. It'll be all right. Those guys are ready to go. What you got? A reporter from the Alligator just uh, reported that the team will travel tomorrow to Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. and they're going to stay the night there, and then they will arrive on, in Utah on Wednesday. That's yeah. their plan for now. Just got that text. like Show and go. Yeah. So that's why they don't want to get still up get up early. there too early. Yeah. And, Smart. Uh, so now i got to adjust my Stay schedule. in Dallas. Maybe I'll meet Mark Cuban. We'll go to a Rangers game or something. be cool. Tweet him. Maybe Dane, Dane Dunning's pitching. Mm. That'd be cool. All right, let's get a break. We'll uh, come back and uh, keep it rolling. You're listening to The Tailgate. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that 
that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Into the evening, a passing sea breeze shower will be possible. Those storms will move from east to west. Then overnight into tomorrow, all eyes are on the tropics. As Udalia enters the Gulf of Mexico, a hurricane warning is in effect for the Nature Coast. A hurricane watch is in effect for Alachua and Marion counties. You can get up-to-date tropical information by downloading the Florida Storms app. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Hi there, this is Coach Steve Spurrier inviting you to join me, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. this football season for Inside the Huddle, presented by Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Titan MRI, Silverback Concrete, and QC Kinetics. Inside the Huddle with me, Steve Spurrier, Tuesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. So, you, know, you got this one? Oh, this one's easy. I got a story behind this All right. one. So this is Pat's second favorite band. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you heard that? <laughs> and people wonder why. It's R.E.M. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he likes R.E.M. So this is Pat's. Yeah. All right, good. I'm right. Got it. I'm right. Very good. All right, let's uh, continue the conversation. 392-8255. That is uh, PG, if you're just joining us. Jeff here as well as we go to the phones and get uh, 
the wonderful Johnny C. How you doing, sir? Come on, man. What's up, fellas? What's up? How you doing? PG. What's up, man? How's it going, brother? Dude, they canceled classes. What are you, what are you going to be doing tomorrow? Hey, I'm 38 hot, man. <laughs> Would you have canceled JC? JC works with the kids, man, yep. and, and yeah. administration. What do you... What would you have canceled class tomorrow if it was your call? Am I allowed to ask you that? Uh, no. Okay. But this, I, I wouldn't. But this is why, because I don't like making it up. There you go. <laughs> I mean, you have to make up these flex days, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, the great the kids love it, but then, you know, the Christmas and the holidays come, and you have to make those days up to take them back. So there's really no hoopaloo, the holla holla. But I wouldn't have. I, that's me personally, but. You know, that's the upper echelon. It is what it is. Listen, guys, so I don't know the last couple of days or whatever, a week, um, the U.S. track team's been in Budapest, and they've done rather well. Um, I don't know if y'all have talked much about it, Jeffrey. I don't know when you've been on PT. Have y'all talked, heard of it, uh, watched any of it? Or I know there's times have been weird. But, uh, um, no, I mean, we, we talked about good. Grant Holloway last week winning again. At the world, yeah. so that was cool. Yeah. Um, well, the, 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 the track um, female and the um, male track team they won the hundred meter uh, the relay. Yeah. Um, but the, the reason I um, there's a young lady on the track team last name is Davis. She's from Gainesville. I mean, this girl is speedy. I can't think of her first name, but you know, Gainesville has some um, some representation um, um, on the U.S. track team. I just want to put that out there. Matter of fact, actually, the Lyles brothers, Noah Lyles is a superstar. But, you know, they were actually lived in Gainesville, born in Gainesville. I mean, his brother, for a while, they lived here, and they moved away. So, Gainesville has some connection other than um, the Gator football, I mean, track team there. Mm -hmm. So, I just want to put that shout out there um, to the to the Gainesvillians, you know. So, I want to throw that out there. Now, just a quick thing about football. Um, you know the nervousness is um uh, uh, getting getting high and all this, all the chitter chatter all summer about you know, you know what the football team's looking like and band marks and all that. So PG, where are you at now, brother? What you thinking? And I'm a I'm a I'm a hang up and listen to you. Um, I just want to hear your thoughts, PG. All right, <laughs> thanks, all right. Johnny C. All right, all right, Jay. All right, talk to you later, Jeffrey. Jay. Talk to you guys later. So. Grant Holloway is in our fantasy league, and we had to readjust our draft time because of that. What's going on? Yeah, Mike Murray and all them, and like <laughs> it, it was on the group text, and I'm like, well, I guess that's a good excuse, you know what yeah. I mean? So, but uh, I don't know. Just my take is, I, I, I think they're going to be better. I've been a little annoyed by what I'm hearing. Like I was listening to Chuck Oliver's show, and, and it wasn't Chuck; it was somebody on there, some an SEC guy who knows his stuff, and they were going through all the teams, and he said that, you know. Florida and I think he said Vandy will be the only will be not bowl eligible or you know something to those lines and I'm like man like is it good to be talked about like that to be that under the radar because I don't think and I know Vegas has them at what five five and a half I mean I'm an optimist yeah and I do get down after a while there's been some down seasons and I you know I still try to stay up and I trust and then you you hear some of the things going on behind the scenes you know and you kind of see like dang it wasn't as positive. But I feel like this is a positive thing. Like everybody's watched, or most people have watched Swamp Kings, right? Mm -hmm. 
you saw what Urban was trying to do, was, and I'm not going into that, but like to, the team pulled for each other, yeah. the ones that made it, right, that, that, that yeah. lasted, that sure. didn't quit. So I'm not saying that Napier's doing that, but Napier's not the same thing, but a unity. Yeah. Like they know where each other's from and, and countless things. Uh, it's, and it's a night and day difference yeah. from last year to this year. So he's built that right. He's weeded out the bad ones. And they are going to play for each other more and care for each other more. That's, I think, the biggest difference that I've seen. That is a big deal. No doubt. So if he can pull that off in year two with pretty much most of this team is his guys now. Yep. Would you say 75%-ish, mm-hmm. something like that? So that that leads me to think that they're going to play better. And then I think they have a quarterback. A lot of people don't realize this. I know Mertz was, what, two years ago when he was a freshman, highly touted, but he threw one more pick than interceptions. I think it was like 10 to 11. Then the next year he was – I'm just – you know I'm. I'm just coming off the, the head here. He improved that drastically. It wasn't great, but I want to say nine or ten picks and like 17 touchdowns, right? If he can improve on that, lower the picks, right, and then throw maybe 20, low 20s, and then we kind of control the ball, you're going to win more than 5.5 games. you got to think your safeties aren't going to run a 4.8. I didn't realize they were running 4.8. <laughs> How eights. bad they were, yeah. Safeties cannot run 4.8s in the SEC. No. It just can't happen, and we're out of position. I think Corey Raymond having the control of all Everybody. the secondary is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think linebackers deeper with some experience, hopefully. So, and the line, the defensive line's a little deeper. I mean, the year before we said, could they be any worse? I'm going to say it again: they can't they, be worse. Yeah, there's <laughs> but no I way think, they can be worse. Yeah, but I mean, so I think I'm not a betting man, but. I think they win more than 5.5 games. I say seven, eight wins, man. Yeah, I do too. And, uh, they're, like, they're going to be better than what people think. And I know I've, I've said that a lot, but I just have I've seen it firsthand. I mean, after this, I get to go over there again and, and talk to a couple of guys. And just the people that I've been able to talk to and interact and be around, I mean, there's, there's something to it. And I, I mean, I, I guess I kind of wish people would see what I get to see because – I just I, I love how they fly around on defense now. I love how they've got an energetic dude that is up in everybody's face, and when they do well, they're chest bumping and doing all these things. Like it, it makes you want to play for him mm-hmm. more, and and there's an excitement on that side of the ball. And I mean those those dudes they brought in. I mean you got an Ohio State guy, you've got a Michigan guy mm-hmm. that know what the heck they're doing, and and Mitchell was like a team captain. So I mean. Yeah. And then he got hurt, so then other guys passed him up. So he's like, okay, it's time to leave. But, I mean, he knows what he's doing. And I think maybe me going into this offseason, I was like, what the hell are they going to do at linebacker with no Ventrell anymore? But there's some dudes there now. Yeah, and and some of the young guys are a year older. So I, I just – I hope. I mean, I have a lot of hope. And I think that togetherness is, is a bigger deal than people – and yeah. you, you don't know yet, though. It's it's like spring training, you know, like baseball. I'm a Mets fan. Everything's mm-hmm. great, right? Yeah. Oh, they're together. They're a team unity. But I really believe this. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, until I'm proven otherwise, I think they're going to do yeah. that. I think and, and I think it's, it's, you're right because you see it firsthand, so it makes you believe it even more. To me, to me, the greatest quarterback in the history of the world is Brett Favre. And I only say that because I covered a Monday night game that he did. And he threw like five touchdowns, threw for 400 yards, was like amazing. And I was like, man, like, so you just, you always have that image in you that he's going to. 
be amazing. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think we see that a lot. Like if you see somebody live, you have a different perception of them than maybe what they really are. And Wisconsin's coach actually admitted that he did not use Graham Mertz the right way. We held him back. We didn't allow him to, because of our offense, utilize everything that he's good at. So Billy Napier, I think, is figuring out what he's good at. Mm-hmm. And and one of that is at least understanding the game and knowing the game. So he can do that really well. He can get the ball into our dude's hands, where sometimes we didn't see that last year from Anthony Richardson. So, yeah, it'll be a big difference. And- and possibly open up the playbook. Those are all optimistic points. But that's huge. So, and that's that's a fact. That's not even optimistic. The playbook's night and day different. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Now, I will say this, too. I've heard that some of the Utah reporters and, a, and the Pac-12 guy, and, and that irks me, too, sometimes, because he was on, and I don't remember who he was on with. But anyway, he was just saying that, you know, that was Utah's worst defensive game last year, and their defense yeah, is tackle. better this yeah. year. And that's what I heard last year. And then if, if Rising doesn't play or he's not 100%, they're playing their third-string guy who can't really throw the ball. Mm-hmm. So I feel I feel pretty good about Thursday, even though it's on the road. I think they only they get like 60,000 in there. 61. Yeah. So it's not going to be an SEC environment, but it'll still be hostile. But they win that, they could lose that game and still have a better season than last year. Agreed. But if they win that, Look out. Get a couple on the road here and there. We're look, seven and eight is, is really possible. Agreed. Yeah. All right, we need a break. We'll uh, knock that out, come back, and wrap up the first hour. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. On the tennis court, former Gators star Ben Shelton won his first-round matchup in the U.S. Open. He'll take on an Austrian Dominic team on Wednesday in the second round. And moving to the volleyball court, Florida took down Penn State and South Florida over the weekend. Freshman Kennedy Martin recorded 45 kills across her first two collegiate matches. Florida will take on number three Stanford tomorrow with coverage starting right here at 845. And Florida football is officially back this week. The Gators will travel to Utah to face the Utes to kick off their 2023 season. Wisconsin transfer Graham Mertz will make his debut as the quarterback of the Gators, while questions remain about whether Utah QB Cam Rising will be able to give it a go. You can catch that game right here on Thursday with coverage starting at 5. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. 
Response to International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event has been incredible, but this is it, the final days. You have until August 31st to take advantage of the year's most attractive offer. Get IDC's amazing value price and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a special bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. It's incredible. And everything's included. GIA certified diamonds, all shapes, all sizes, thousands of engagement rings, designer jewelry, colored gemstones, pendants, bands, bracelets. It's our largest selection ever. Or if you prefer, you can get an instant 20% savings on all wedding bands during this incredible event. Take an amazing 20% off any wedding band. But there's just one catch. This spectacular summer of savings event ends August 31st at 6 p.m. and will not be extended. So hurry. Pick any item. Take advantage of three years zero interest financing and let IDC even cover your first two payments. Now through the end of August only. And only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Unapproved credit. Some product restrictions apply. See store for details. Here's the kickoff. And this game is underway. Can't make it to the game? This season, make sure you get the best at-home experience with video and audio from Electronics World. EW features big-screen HD TVs and projectors from Sony and super sound from Yamaha, Sony, and Marantz with speakers from Bowers and Wilkins, Geff, and Martin Logan. See and hear for yourself. Visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, final few minutes of the first hour. Happy you're with us. It is a Monday edition of the tailgate, and we go back to uh, Lee to finish things off. Hey, Lee, what's up? Welcome. Hey, how y'all fellas doing? Good, man. Hey, uh, I got a quick – this is just a programming question. Uh, you flying out tomorrow and with the storm coming and everything, so there'll probably be no – I'm assuming there's no more show for the rest of the week. Probably, yeah, because uh, campus is closed tomorrow and Wednesday. And then we'll we'll do the pregame show Thursday, and then we'll, uh, Pat will be back to do a show Friday. Oh, Friday. Yep. So we'll do a show Friday after the game. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna I was gonna ask y'all because y'all patched me up in here for Knoxville, I could do the show from up here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's all I got. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Lee. Okay. Man, we should almost have like an injury report today. This is like back in the day when we used to do the yeah, Friday shows. I know. Like, who's out? I mean, obviously, the running back, Cam. uh, Cam Carroll. He's gone for the year. Yeah. Unfortunate, because he was playing pretty well. The big back in the backfield. He had 100 yards in that scrimmage that he got hurt on. Yep. And he was going to play significant minutes. So, that's that's an injury that – and and those two guys, TNT they call them, you know, Travis Mm -hmm. and Trevor, they, they had so much respect for him. Like, they actually looked up to him, even though they've been on the team before and this new guy's came come in. But, yeah, it was a, that's a big loss. See, and if he was that good, that's another guy that, that 
Napier and company brought pluck. in, found, yeah. I, I did, that's another reason for optimism. The mm-hmm. best players on the team last year, I feel like, well, most of them were guys that he added. Yeah. So I'm hoping again, like we've talked about, that he can do that again. And Mertz is one of those guys, and some of these other, you know, transfers and young freshmen. Tra- uh, Webb from Jacksonville, the running back. Yeah. He's now stepped up to three, mm-hmm. so he'll play. And I like him. I saw him at the thing, the open scrimmage practice i'm like who's that like mm-hmm. he looks like a dude already he looks like he, so he's gonna play a lot right yeah who's behind him the guy they added jacoby yep wow so they don't have anybody behind those guys but, huh? but think about it was the running backs who started game one last year naquan right yeah. and i only know that because it was he didn't play much after that. right maybe a so he played more. a couple of games mm-hmm. and and naquan was actually my intern during the football season last year at the golf course so you know, we, we talked a lot, but, um, you know, you felt bad for Naquan, but those two guys were better. Mm-hmm. And even though Naquan knew the, you know, the team and he he was kind of that leader, everybody looked up to him, obviously those guys had better talent. And mm-hmm. so they didn't even contribute, I don't think, a lot, if I remember right, in this game last year. So th- they're going to come out and, you know, show Utah something – that it's it's going to be a different type of game plan than what worked last year, and obviously Richardson's not there, so mm-hmm. it'll have to be different. But I think those guys will play a big factor. Kingsley, mm-hmm. is he going to play? Maybe that's, that's, that's still the up a, in the air, and that would a be a big one. loss. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yep, he's a good player, and that you know at the center position, mm-hmm. uh, those are some of the injuries just off the top of my head. But the good part is, and I think you look at this offensive line. Like you, you don't want injuries to happen, but if they do, you have a couple of guys that can play guard and tackle mm-hmm. and move around. So it's not a just oh my gosh, we have five or six guys and that's it, and we're screwed if somebody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Now if somebody or somebody else gets hurt, you've got I think seven, eight, maybe even nine guys that they trust to be out there on that offensive line. So we'll see. The Baylor transfer should play. Yep, he he'll play. Shoulder. He'll start. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, they're a little deeper than they've been. They're going to miss the big guy, uh, and then you know if Kingsley doesn't play, hopefully he does. But defensively, not too many guys out. Nope. Yeah. So we're in good shape there. I like that. Yeah. Another reason to be optimistic. There you go. <laughs> so. Yep. We will. Uh, we'll see. But it'll be. Uh, I mean, it's it's here. And what else is here? I know um, we'll we'll try to announce it. Maybe we'll do it Friday, if not uh, early next week. We'll uh, we'll do like a a pick'em contest again this year. That'll be brought to you by our friends at Tri Eagle and Bud Light and all the other great things. We'll have some weekly prizes. Um, we'll we'll throw that out on the uh, social media stuff, so all of you all can uh, make sure you get in on that, have fun with that. But yeah, it's it's going to be a there's a lot going on. We're going to be at the uh, the swamp every Friday before home football games this year, so that'll be fun. Get oh, out there nice. and mess around with those guys, so you can always stop by and see us. We'll have some giveaways at uh, all those places as well. So it's all uh, it's all coming together. Of course, Friday nights high school football season uh, has started. I did the uh, Williston and uh, Chieflin game. Williston destroyed them. You know who's on the sideline? For which side? For Williston. Hmm. Who would be on the sideline for Williston? It's it's random. And if you don't know the tie, then you're not going to.
A hurricane watch has been upgraded to a hurricane warning for the following counties in Florida, Gilchrist, Swanee, Western Alachua, and Western Marion. In other ways, mm -hmm. and it's hard to get kids out of there. Yep. You know, Gainesville is close, but, it, you know, that was a big one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then the Buholtz game, uh, which was Friday up in one spot, and then they came back because of some uh, issues and played Saturday. Ernest Graham was there. Of course, mm -hmm. uh, his kid's on the team now. So Gator commit. A lot of, a lot of Gators. Yeah, he, look, he looks like a man amongst boys. He does. I've seen him. They put him in a couple of times near the goal line, and it's automatic. Like, yeah, you're not even going to touch that kid. He looks like a college player. Yeah, no doubt. All right. We got a uh, a, a male model and a goofball in here today. PG's the model. Voice sounds good too, and we can hear for a whole nother hour. We'll be right back here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Is joint pain, soreness, and achiness getting in the way of your best life? Football legend Emmett Smith refuses to back down to pain. That's why he's a huge advocate for QC Kinetics and their natural approach to getting you relief. Look, we get one trip around. So I wouldn't ever let pain stop me from hanging out with my race team, traveling with my family, or golfing with my friends. Emmett's got it right. And QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine to relieve that never-ending pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back. And the best news, there's nothing foreign being introduced into your body. Just your own body's natural healing properties. No surgery or no downtime. The pain's holding you back. Maybe it's tennis, pickleball, running, hiking, or spending time with special people in your life. What are you waiting for? This is precious time. Get out there and get over to QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. 
Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Close, Mr. Voice Guys. Jeff and PG today sitting in for uh, for duels as we uh, continue to talk about the start of the college football season. Some real games already in the books, but of course the one we, at least the most most of you listening care about, is uh, going to happen on Thursday night. If you missed it, team is now going to leave tomorrow instead of Wednesday, and that'll mess up my stuff a little bit, but... That means no show tomorrow and no show Wednesday because campus will be closed due to the storm. And then we'll be doing our pregame show on Thursday. So be uh, in and out throughout the week. What time does that start, the pregame? Three hours before. But then Steve does his show four hours before. But then the network starts three hours. So we'll be 5 o'clock Eastern. Now, he's actually starting that show – Steve is in the second half of his show, what he announced earlier, something like it's weird earlier in the day, the 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 whatever they call that. But anyway, so I think he's going to start even earlier on on Thursday. But I'll be working, man. That's going to kill me. That's like when the NCAA tournament starts and mm-hmm. I'm at work and yeah. I'm like, man, this, I don't, I always get off for the games. But like if it's a later game, I get out at like five on Thursday. It's I can't. I don't even know what that's going to feel like. The last time Florida played on a Thursday was I think at Mississippi State. Spurrier was the coach uh, on a regular season Thursday, and it didn't end well. Like, we punted on third down. Yeah. <laughs> we were, like, so 30 bad. yards back. Yeah, and it was just – and I remember, like, we're never going to play on Thursdays again. But times have changed. I mean, this is a big deal. You're on national TV. Well, and now think about this. And, and the hurricane was a, a, a reason for this. But this will be the 16th game for Napier, something like that. So they will they'll play on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So that he will have now played on a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday, and basically a, a year. Times have changed, man. Like how weird is that? That is weird because he had to play Sunday because of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that. you always play on Saturdays. Friday was the FSU game mm-hmm. last year. 
because that's what they wanted to do. And then, of course, he'll play on a Thursday now. That that was the holiday weekend, though. Mm-hmm. So that Friday didn't feel like a normal Thursday. Like, this Thursday, you'll be gone. But, like, most yeah. people, you know, yeah, will get out earlier. But, like, the game's on at 8. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's just different. I love that they're going to be on TV. That's what you got to do now. Like, there are other games that night. There's a there's a slew of games. I, I looked. I didn't realize there was. I think there's, like, seven games. Yeah. NCAA, you know, D1 games. Um, I did look at the line. Do you know what the line is right now? Has it, has it changed? It's six and a half. Oh, wow. So it did drop a little bit, which kind of made me think maybe rising, maybe people are starting to speculate. Um, the Utah coach won't say anything. That was just on the SEC network. He's he's not saying a thing, yeah. listing him as the starter. But how much do you think, like, if rising doesn't play, I know it's at home and it's Utah, and I'm not saying Florida's a juggernaut, but come on, man. That's got to mean almost 10 points in my mind. Think 10? I think a lot. Yeah. yeah. I would say, yeah. So – Man, if you knew that information, <laughs> yeah. think about that. Somebody knows. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You think he's playing? I think I he's think playing. I think he'll play. Yeah, me too. He, I mean, it, it's it's that important, I, I think. And it's but, if it was San Jose State, like uh, USC got to play, then no, he's not going to play. And then this is where like the medical side comes in. Like, what does one more week really mean? I mean, right. I know that could. I mean. Really, eight months, one eight months in a week, like yeah, it's compared so close. to nine months. Yeah, I, I don't see. I mean, it could be it just needs a little bit more, but that's how close they cut it now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing that guys can come back and be productive. Yeah, that and he wouldn't be the first one to come back. In eight no, months, no, so. a lot of guys are doing it now. It's it's yeah. it's kind of the timeline. Yep. Eight months. Yeah, they've cut it a third. Dr. Farmer would know much more about this because yeah. he does those. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I, I'm pretty. I mean, looking at it, it used to be a year. Now it's eight months yeah. for, for a lot of guys. Some guys can't. And it doesn't mean they're not working hard. It's just, you know, the body's sure. taking it differently. So, Well, speaking of bodies, I don't think anybody out there have a better, more muscular body than this guy. That's the Swamp Train who is uh, making an appearance. I guess that means it's football season. Swamp Train, what's up? Yes, sir. Hi, body game nation. Are you ready? Yes, here, baby. Year two, under the ball coach, Billy Napier, baby. The gutsy play caller, the Mr. Gambler, is a.k.a. Mr. Scared Money Don't Make No Money, Billy, baby. It all starts from the man under the center, and it's Graham Mertz, baby. He might be out of Wisconsin, but right now he's straight out of the swamp, baby. And he's standing behind the offensive line of Wall Steel, and he's backed up by the nation's best running back, I'm telling you, baby, don't forget about the boys on the land. It's the wide receivers. I'm hearing that as fast as Hussein Bolt, baby. It's Mick Hubert. Oh, my. You better believe it. It's going down. How about the defense? Don't sleep on them. I'm hearing about Austin Armstrong. The boys are getting to the ball. They're head-banging. They run stopping. The boys are playing like they got that cater in them, baby. I said it. That cater in them, baby. Yes, indeed. Don't sleep on the secondary. It's Coach Corey Raymond. Company. I'm hearing some restricted area back there. If you don't know what that means, Gator Nation, it's a no-fly zone, baby. Look out. It's another Mick Huber. Oh, my. You better believe it. The boys on their way to Utah to bring back the W. As long as we play like we got that Gator in us, baby, everything going to be all right. As always, go Gators. All right. He's ready. Yeah, I see Swamp Thank Train. Thank you, Swamp Train. I see him around a lot. 
he's at uh, Tioga Gainesville Health, and okay. some of the, you know he used to come to the uh, World of Beer yeah. sometimes. And yeah. He has a courier service. He's a hardworking guy, man. Loves some Gators. Mm-hmm. So, and he's a realist. He understands. You think he wrote all that down, or you know, I was like, I don't know. Well, I think I think it good. comes from the heart, man. Yeah. I think I think that's that's pretty natural. He's right ready. There. Where's Gator Man been? We need yeah. another iconic. He's like you know he's like the new the the the, the millennial. You know, Gator yeah. Man, but I haven't heard Gator Man in a long time. You yeah. would have thought, all right, I need to hear Gator Man before we get out of here. It's yeah. top 10. Listen, yeah. if you're listening, Gator Man, uh, give us a call, 392-8255, and we will uh, get you on there. Of course, uh, USC destroyed San Jose State yep. in that game. Caleb Williams, good once again. And Notre Dame, they, I don't think they covered. On the uh, we're, we're talking about spreads. It was forty-two to three. Maybe maybe it was more. I thought it was like forty-five was the spread. That. But either way, so USC didn't cover. They it, missed it by two. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know Vanderbilt didn't cover. They were sixteen and a half favorites. Yeah. And I'm listening to one of those shows, and I'm not a gambling man, but I'm like, you know, I should make this Vanderbilt game interesting. Are we allowed to gamble in Florida? I don't even know. I don't think so. It used to be, but like you know, the offshore I think stuff through the somewhere, like some kind of one of the apps you could do. I it. contemplated it. I'm like, yeah, Vandy. You know, they beat us last year. They're playing Hawaii. Yeah. I didn't know Timmy Chang was the coach of that team. How yeah. cool is that? Isn't that cool? Yeah, remember Timmy Chang and Colt Brennan legit. throwing it around. Yeah. Remember Brennan? You saw him the Swamp Kings. Mm-hmm. He was, was like, there for the Heisman. I was like, who is that? I know who that is. It was freaking Colt Brennan yeah. sitting there with his little uh, what do you call it? Leon. Leon. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, and that was uh, June Jones's offense. Mm-hmm. Man, so, but I was like, yeah, Hawaii's not very good. But they, I mean, they, there was a big weather delay. But Vanderbilt pulled it out. But you know, these spreads, man, it's it's you know we talked about it, how Vegas works. They want bets on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, people are really down about the Gators. I mean, you've heard people, some people in the know, changing their tune a bit though. Yep. Um, I, I always like Shane Matthews and. And, and Doug, and they do a great job. But Shane in particular seems to think Florida's going to have a pretty good year. And he's, Yeah, we've had a lot of conversations about it. He yeah. does. He's, he was, I think he said nine wins. He likes him. Yeah, so, doable. And yeah. I trust him. I don't know. I just think he sees things, and, and I just I, I, I like from, Shane. From that position, knows yep. what's going on. Well, we got a guy that uh, has called up that can let us know if uh, you can gamble in Florida because I think he does it all the time. That's Copper Gator. <clears throat> Well, I gambled in life and married my wife there, and I got lucky. That so a baby, that's, uh, you did, man. I, that's, that, that is gambling in life. Cover. And gambling in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you know, first and foremost, you know, yeah, I, there are certain websites you can uh, dabble a little bit in uh, in some friendly wagers and and get away with it. But uh, you know, it wasn't as easy as it was when the Hard Rock app was live, uh, and you could just do it anywhere. So they. There used to be a little more ease. Now you got to do it on some back channels. So that's all I'll say about the the intranet there. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, the other thing is, is you know, I don't know if you guys have talked about it or not, but you know, one of the one of the sad things whenever we were in college is losing Cluck You and Dirty Birds and you know some of the the staples, Gator City or the Purple Porpoise. For for the newer generation, you know, the closing of of rowdy reptile and fat daddies is today like they're they're changing over and it's going to a different ownership and uh they're doing some different things and so for the last 12 years those guys have been a staple of of the midtown scene and game days for gators and and fans that come in for alumni so you know rest to that and uh you know they'll be missed for sure which i brought my trumpet in today i could play taps 
<laughs> JD was my neighbor, man, and like he, he I'm surprised, man. I, I think he, I, I know. I'm surprised he comes in the office and, but you know that that life is tough, man. Running those things and it's it's a constant, you mm -hmm. know. It's it's and there's dealing with the kids and, but really like you know, I mean, you got the swamp that was rebuilt and you still got you know the social, which I still consider yep. kind of the purple porpoise or Gator City. Um, yeah, but we still got some. But I think that whole building is going to go eventually. Has to, right? Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Prime real estate. Well, well, it'll it'll turn into something like you know the new cantina. I'm excited about seeing that place open up there. I think that's going to be a fun little spot whenever it, uh, you know, when it finalizes and kind of gets going and gets its own identity. So, you know, um, it'll it'll be one of those interesting things, and I I I'm interested to see how it all turns out. Yeah. But to talk about the game itself. I'm excited. Um, I've got some friends that are locally there in Salt Lake City, and they said there's no way that, that Cam Redding's playing and that he is going to even be in the game. They said they're going to save him for Pac-12, um, and that there is there is no way on earth that he plays on that game on, on Thursday night. Well, what is that? What would that do to the line for you? I'm just curious. What would you say if it's oh. six and a half, they feel like, the rising is going to start. He's listed. Rising's not starting. Where does that line go? So right now it's six and a half. They're giving three to them for being at home. So technically they think that, that Utah is a, is a three and a half point favorite. So I would guarantee you that he is a three point. He is a three point starter, if not four. So if you think about it that way, it's a field goal game. I guarantee the line moves three points, three and a half points. Interesting. I think he's worth so, more than that just yeah. in the game, but I get what you're saying, Coverage. Like I think Yeah, it's hard know. to adjust it that yeah. that significantly. You don't ever change it that much. But yeah, no, I, I think it will. Um but then even the I don't know, it seems like the over under is low. Like at least I have what is that? it's forty five and a half. So I mean forty five and a half. Oof. So I mean if Florida gets twenty eight, I mean Utah's only got to get fourteen, you're covering it. Yeah. Basically. And I, and I don't, 17. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's no, just no, like, no, it no, just, no, it no, seems no. like you're going to get more than 17 points. So it's just like, and I think the Gators are going to score in the mid twenties. So it's like, how, how would you not go over yeah. 45? No, I see that. What, what was, what was the score last year? What? 24, 21. No, though. It was, it was close. It was in the twenties though. Right. It wasn't a, I mean, it wasn't a, right, no, it wasn't a significant thing. And I mean, us moving out West, there's a lot of, I mean, I think the hurricane plays a little bit into this, spells. I mean, as much as we don't want to say that that stuff happens, it, it's going to have an effect on the players' mentalities, I think, a little bit. You know, we're worried about family and, you know, some different things back home and, and what's going to go on. So, you know, I don't see this being – if, you, if I'm, a, I'm a betting guy, I would smash the under all day on this. I, there's no way it's going to go over 45. But, mm. you know, so I would take under and the Gators. So, I know someone else has got to get to the break here. We love you guys, and uh, go Gators. We'll talk to you later. All right, Copper Gator. It's interesting hearing the perspectives. Yeah. Um, Aristotle said the sign of an educated mind is to entertain a thought without accepting it. How about that? So, like, right there, I'm like, man, you know, he made a lot of good points, and I see it. I just think the over, actually. <laughs> but I feel I, I totally agree with him in some regards, you know? Yeah, um, you just look you look at 45 points, and it just seems like it's nothing for two teams to score. But let's see. Last year was 29-26. This is intriguing. So Let, that's way over. Yes, what was the score last year? Twenty nine, twenty six. Yeah, so it did it did bust it? So, but you're but you're also talking the third string quarterback who is also used as like a joystick kind of player, like right. he's a gadget guy, right? Mm -hmm. So if he's in there, he's not going to throw the ball much, you don't think? 
So maybe yeah. they won't score. And, and something we haven't talked about at all and how it's going to change is the new rules. And yes. Now the clock not stopping, you're going to lose about, what, probably six or seven minutes, I would say, of game time. I don't like that. No, I don't either. Baseball, I fought it, and, I, and I'm okay with yeah. it. Um, but football, we're all there. We're all watching. Yeah. Like, what What You're are we so rushing? In. You don't need, now, where you need to do it is damn high school games because those things take <laughs> like five hours and you're ready to just like, what are we doing? Oh, man. And, you know, and the, and the red hat out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched the evolution of the red hat. Like, it, it came out the first time Spurrier was here. And then we were all getting kind of, all right, all right, get out. And then slowly they started taking more and more time. And I get it. That's where the money comes from. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, now you're going to cut game time, but we're going to have as much commercial time. Correct. So, I don't and that's know. the problem because again, you know, knowing the way that it works internally, ESPN is is going to be just like that. You still have the same amount of breaks, and now they're thirty seconds even longer on all that. So it's still going to be your same amount of games. It's just going to be a lot more commercial time. So that's that's why they're doing it. Probably. So to, the, the to shorten fans. it so they can fit it into their three-hour blocks, mm. but it'll shorten the game, but then still be the longer I knew there commercials. Were, I knew there was a reason. You know, I just couldn't figure it out. I'm like, what is that really helping? Yeah. Well, if you go, if you're watching it on TV, you want to see plays. You want to see games. Sure. I don't like it. Yeah. But I haven't seen it yet either. <laughs> I just fight and change. <laughs> Maybe it is a great thing. But didn't you like it when the clock stopped on incompletions? It was a big strategy thing. Yeah. I, I liked that part of the game. I didn't like when they stopped that and and – even on uh, incompletions, the clock was running and, and you get out of bounds until there's, what, two minutes left. Mm-hmm. And I like those old rules. I feel like that yeah. was a strategy, you know, playing chess. Yeah. So but I have, you think six plays? You think six minutes? Probably around roughly about that. Is How many plays would you think that is? I've seen something. So you say remember. three, so maybe 18, 15 to 18 plays. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. Wow. That's going to affect over-unders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and maybe that's part of it. Yeah, thinking about that, man. I, this will be the first time we'll see that too. Yep. Yeah. It will. All right. Well, if you want to talk to us, you can three nine two eight two five five. We'll step aside. Come back with more. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. It's a busy day in girls' high school volleyball. A couple key matchups today include 2-1 Chieflin facing off with 2-1 Bell and 1-0 Bradford traveling to 1-1 Union County. And volleyball at the University of Florida is also off and running. The Gators took down Penn State and USF this weekend and now turn their attention to number 3 Stanford. The Gators take on the Cardinal tomorrow with coverage starting right here at 845. And Florida football is officially back this week. The Gators travel to Salt Lake City to take on the Utah Utes. Graham Mertz will make his debut for Florida, but questions continue to surround who will be under center for Utah, with senior Cam Rising coming back from an ACL tear in the Rose Bowl. Coverage of that game will start Thursday at 5 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep-dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator Women's Volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know this one? Peter Gabriel, Salisbury Hill. This is definitely Pat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
That is uh, PG. Pat's still uh, out. We'll uh, hopefully get him back later on in the week. Jeff here with you and Jose producing. Lots of calls here on our Titan MRI hotline. Let's get right back to him and have Jay join us. Hey, Jay, welcome. How are we doing, fellas? Awesome, man. Uh, I was just going to follow up. I was trying to get in before the break. I was trying to follow up on uh, on Zach's point about the uh, changing the play clock and everything. Uh, I read the same article he's talking about, and it, I think it was six to seven plays per offense. I don't know what the time was going to come out to be, and I'm sure nobody really knows, but I think that that's what they're projecting is six to seven plays per offense. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, so for, for those that don't know, what, what's going to happen is the clock is still going to stop on a first down, but only in the final two minutes. So the rest of the time, when you get a first down, the clock doesn't stop. So, I mean, you're, you're talking about 13 minutes of it still rolling. So, I mean, to me, I think six or seven plays is low when you think about it from that perspective. I mean, let's just say the Gators got 20 first downs where it would have stopped every single time. Now it's not. Well, and the reason why it stopped, correct me if I'm wrong, is to get, get the, the ball chains. there and the chains moving. Yeah. So what are you going to do now? You're going to have to wait on the chains. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me, man, because like you've got your, your, now your user error. You've got, you know, whoever's carrying the chains. You've seen some of those chains, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and they're going to have to go get it right, move fast. Where was the spot? And the clock's run, the play clock's running too. Yep. Wow. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work, but it will probably. Yep. But I, I just wanted to chime in. I hope to see you guys out there. Go Gators. All right, Jay. Thank you. But, like, that doesn't – if you get a first down, you throw the ball, you get a first down. Mm-hmm. The big guys got to get down there. You yeah. could have the other guys sitting around, the defensive players. Yeah. They're going to have to Taking flag those Taking their sweet old guys. time getting back. They're going to have to flag those guys because, you know, everybody uses whatever they can. Sure. I don't see how that's going to work. You yeah. got a 40-yard first down, and they're not going to stop the clock until two minutes left, and it's a 40-yard turn. Yeah. I mean, that's what they do in the mm-hmm. NFL. but Yeah, I guess they do, don't so they? So I, I guess mean, it can it's work. doable, but you just have to now adjust to it Yeah, like then, anything else. And then uh, another sort of change, but you cannot have uh, consecutive timeouts by a single team anymore. So you get your, your timeouts, but you can't, like, you know, say – Timeout, timeout. Ice like, the kicker. Yeah, yeah, do all that you stuff. You don't know if it's coming. Now the kicker will know they've called their timeout. You yep. can do it You can do it on the first one. Yeah, it's like the damn pickoffs now in Major League Baseball. Once you once your pickoffs are done, Acuna can just steal second base. Yeah, do you, do you think that's affected Acuna? <laughs> it has to. I mean, like, he is a burner right now. What has he got, 55? 59. 59. Yeah. Think about that season. Yeah. And he had an ACL. How many months is he from ACL surgery? I mean, he's got to be... I mean, two that's, years, that's not even year two and a years. Half. Yeah. yeah, so like eight, 17 months, and he's stealing 59 bases. Man, he's an incredible talent. Yeah, pretty legit. I hope his little brother is is, is three quarters of what he yeah, is. He I'll take half. In the trade. So. Yeah, he's tiny, though. He's only like 5'8". Yeah, we'll do. So we'll see. We will see. All right, let's get the uh, cattleman in here for uh, today's daily update. How you doing, sir? Guys, I'm right on topic here. A little uh, game uh, clock and a little Florida Utah, but mostly game clock there. Y'all struck my call there. Okay. Hey, guys, I'm one of those guys that likes to see the NFL in college. Yeah, I know they're different sports, games, or whatever, but I like to see the rules normalized as much as possible. And um, a lot of the shows I listen to, game, uh, you know, flows been talked about a lot today, but why are they being a little bit pregnant? The NFL doesn't stop the clock the last two minutes of each half. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe just to, just to kind of ease them into it a little bit. Well, think about this. How long till we see the first quarterback, the dummy that doesn't know that it's inside two minutes and gets called for a delay of game or something? You see what I'm talking about? I mean, I just that just seems backwards, as we say in my neck of the woods, to run the clock outside of the last two minutes. Yeah. Well, why make the change for? Why make the change? I, I don't know. It's got to be some something with TV, I would think, t- time wise. Try to speed. Like I mean, that's that's what the world's coming to with every sport. Yeah, my guess is they got a hundred and thirty football coaches in a room and they couldn't agree. And then and the TV guy said, "Well, we got to speed the deal up a little bit because you can't have four and a half hour college football games." No, you can't. And when, and have they done anything to the overtime rule? Talk about Mickey Mouse. They, they want to talk about player safety, and then we see six overtimes. Have they made any changes at all to the overtime rule? No. Why not? If you really want to, to shorten the game, why don't, why don't you just go to sudden death? But I don't think that necessarily shortens the game. I Because they get more ads, mm-hmm. right? If the game lengthens, yeah. they get to show more and, and more revenue. Yeah, right? TV-wise. So sure. that's probably why they like overtime. Yeah, and, and, I mean, sudden, sudden death, you see that in the NFL all the time, and they sometimes don't even score yeah, for well, they, 15 minutes. They change that, too, to give each team a chance right. to touch the ball. But I, like, I personally like the old NFL over time, but whatever on that. But one more, y'all probably can't help me on this, but um, when the when a, when a ball goes out of bounds, I guess incomplete pass, um, or I guess maybe even better, when a receiver maybe goes out of bounds, I don't know if there's a distinction or not. In the NFL, they spot the ball and they start running it again. But I believe in college they stopped the ball to the next snap. Do you know if they've made any changes on that? I would assume that it would be the same. Yeah. So stop the ball till the, to the next snap. Right, right now it's different college and pro. Correct. On when, they, when they start running the clock on and out of bounds, like, like I guess when a ball goes out of bounds or whatever on that. But I think the whole emphasis here, guys, is not TV advertising. They're still getting their money. It's the embarrassment of four-and-a-half-hour football games. Well, yeah, agreed. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of Mickey Mouse. Do y'all like four-and-a-half-hour college football games? Not at all. But isn't that yeah, okay. most, but most of that is because of the, the the red hat. I call them the red hat. That's what Yeah, they've got to the get game. their breaks in there. Yeah, so I feel like yeah. that's because of TV. And, and ESPN yeah. is actually going to be – longer breaks this year than CBS. It was always the opposite, so that's now switched. So if you're watching a game on ESPN, those breaks are a little bit more. I think the average length of an NFL game is three hours and 12 minutes. So, Hey, one last thing for you guys. Uh, Jeff, when you from your baseball days, have you ever been to Salt Lake City? I have not. Nope. Are you too, PG? Have y'all ever been out there? I have not. Guys, I've been fortunate enough to, to be through there, drive through there, and man, you talk about a beautiful place. I mean, Florida's got a lot of nice, pretty places, California, and a lot of places around the world. But boy, it is something to see when you see that Great Salt Lake and those huge mountains and crystal clear, no humidity. Yeah, it gets cold out there in the winter. You wouldn't want to be out there in January. But man, for the people who are out there making that trip, it'd be one of the most memorable trips of their life. Hard to find a better place to prettier big city, I guess for sure, than uh, Salt Lake. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Hey, watch the Mormons, Jeff. I don't know how bad it is out there, but they don't they don't talk them, call them teetotalers for a reason. I'd make sure I get me a right, right wristband. I wouldn't want to wake up in jail in Salt Lake City, I don't think. Over a Bud Light. Sounds good. <laughs> Over a Bud Light. <laughs> so, you know, Colorado is, is kind of similar. Yeah. You know, elevated terrain, desert, mm-hmm. high elevation desert-ish. It does change a little bit, Salt Lake, but it is nice out there. You'll know right when you get off the plane, like, wow, I can yeah. breathe again, you know. Um, yeah, you feel it. Yeah, but I've heard 
so uh, Utah is just amazing. Skiing there and all that. I'd like to go. They didn't get many tickets. Yeah. And I think that's because the stadium is smaller, right? 61,000. Yeah. So. It. it would be the second smallest SEC stadium. Vandy would be the only one smaller. Followed by who would be the next? Mm, I don't know. Mississippi State? I have to go back and look that up. Maybe. Interesting. Vanderbilt, maybe? Vandy's the worst, the lowest. Yeah. And then and they're they're changing it. They're they're starting to yeah uh, starting to add on to it. yeah. So. so it'll be good. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back. More of your phone calls next. You're listening to the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about. And the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Into the evening, a passing sea breeze shower will be possible. The storms will move from east to west. And overnight into tomorrow, all eyes are on the tropics. As Idalia enters the Gulf of Mexico, a hurricane warning is in effect for the Nature Coast. A hurricane watch is in effect for Alachua and Marion counties. You can get up-to-date tropical information by downloading the Florida Storms app. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! If you had to bet on Shohei Otani's pitching future, dot, dot. would you short that stock or bet on that stock? I would short that stock. 
I would. Yeah. If he has to have another uh, Tommy John-like surgery, then I think there's a chance he doesn't pitch again. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Gator Talk with head football coach Billy Napier and the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. Thursday nights at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I don't know this one either. Jose, to say what this song is? It's Don't Change. Don't Change? By who? I-N-X-S. Oh, N-X-S. Okay, all right. I thought it was Death Cab for Cutie. It's got to be another Duels. It's definitely a Duels. Yeah, I don't know that one. N-X-S. Yeah. All right. Got me. Got him. Dang. All right, that is PG. Jeff here as well. About 20 minutes to go. That is it. And, uh, again, we will not have a show tomorrow. Team is now leaving tomorrow, so I will be uh, leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when <laughs> I'll be back. That was from uh, Armageddon. They yep. sang that. Yeah. That's a good one. No, you didn't come back. Save the world, though. You did. That was good. Bruce Willis saved the world, folks. He's not doing well. He's no? going through. Yeah, he's got some dementia ataxia or something like he's not doing well at all like yeah like not good Hmm. all right well david's doing good because he called us he's ready to go david what's up hey guys thanks for taking my call um yeah just i was uh out in utah skiing uh in march and uh you know the temperature was like zero and but it i swear it felt like 50 here i mean it wasn't it wasn't that cold, you know oh. what I mean? I don't, okay. I just just from I don't I don't know if the heat works the same way or not, but because uh, <laughs> I heard somebody mention that it was like 100 degrees out there or something. But um, I got a question for you guys on the, who who is the the chain gang? I mean, who does the home team provide the crew to for the chain to move the chains and all that, or how does that work? Yeah, they do. It's um, like it's been the, the same guys doing it here for a long time. Okay, so potentially with this new uh, rule change, uh, you know, hypothetically, I guess if there's a first down, you know, you're talking about seconds left in the game, and the clock doesn't stop. Oh, I, I actually inside of two minutes, I guess you said it does stop on it first does. down. Is that yeah, right? yeah. Okay, but even leading up to that, you know, <laughs> it lends itself to you know these guys maybe taking their time or something that they're trying to, you know, milk the clock. You know, the chain people. Uh, I just don't like it, you know. I, I, don't, I don't know why. I mean, you guys had you know discussed on why they did it, and and I just I just think it's not that we're going to lose more plays, and uh, I don't think they're going to gain anything. I really don't. And that brings up a good point. Who are the chain guys? Are they are they part of? They're technically officials, though, so they're still say. getting graded. But it's it's local guys that are officials. Yeah. So. You know, I, I don't think, and, and again, their job's on the line just like everybody else. So if you know they consistently screw up and they're not doing what they're supposed yeah. to do, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily like it's not like okay. Florida's saying, "Hey, this is our guy on the sideline. We're going to screw 
you know, South Carolina when they're here and, mm-hmm. and slow it up. And they'd, there'd be repercussions just like there would normal officials. Okay, so they are officials. That's what I, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I, I didn't know that. But, yeah, just okay. but more, but more so local guys that are, you know, doing it all the time. Yeah, okay, guys, appreciate it. Thanks. Okay, thank you. That's an interesting point, though. I'm glad that they're regulated mm-hmm. because that's a big deal sure. with this going on. And they're going to have to be in shape. I've always said I don't – I'm not trying to discriminate against anybody, but it's a job. you got to be able to run down the field when you're watching a ball fly in the air 40 yards to watch the DB and, and the receiver. So you need to be in that shape to do the yeah. job, right? No doubt. So they're going to have to be in shape, and they're going to have to move and get it right. If the clock isn't stopped, the thing about it to me is if the play clock is going and you're waiting on them to figure out where you're, to go. You're resting. So the team essentially is going to have to run to a spot and do what they do, and then the line, you can train it, and then get the line to adapt to exactly yeah. where it is. And, and may, or maybe you get, you know, because there's, maybe you just hire a third person to grab the little arrow that marks the line of scrimmage. And then that guy is down there, or there's two on the mm-hmm. sidelines now or something, and then okay. you can put that down, and then the chains can eventually catch up. But as long as you know where the line of scrimmage is and they mark the line of scrimmage, then you can start the play without the chain game yeah. technically being set up. Okay, I think it's just so foreign to me. It, it just, it, I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm waiting to change. see it. Yeah. and it could, it could cost some teams because anytime you have like you saw with the pitch clock in baseball, it affected the game for a while. It's been pretty smooth now. Yeah, but once I you bet, get used to it, you know, the first couple of weeks there'll be some. Yeah. I some, think even for those guys too, they might just be used to coasting on down there and be like, oh crap, yeah. we gotta run, gotta get down there, man. <laughs> Getting graded out here. I'm That's right. Let's get uh, David to join us next. Hey, David. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, I had a question. Um, I don't know if you remember, but, uh, well, you'll remember the game. I mean, you're not as old as Pat, so I know you got the memory for it. But um, <laughs> we opened the game against Miami and um, Orlando. Yeah. opened the season against Miami and Orlando, the week zero game. Yep. Uh, that game – we came out of nowhere. Obviously, it came out of nowhere, but our defense had six, I think, sacks or ten sacks or something that basically was after one game leading the nation in sacks. And that was a team that I believe had uh, you had Zuniga, you had I want to say Polite might have been on that team. Uh, you had uh, Bullard, I think, might have been in his last year on that team. So you had some real studs up there to do stuff like that. And so my question is, like, do we do you see maybe a performance like that if we're getting them behind the chains so they have to pass? Do you think we have the guys that can hit the home run and take a, take them down in the backfield like the quarterback? Well, they're they're bigger up front. There's a lot more bulk. So I, I just I, I know that that was a point of emphasis, and, and I think. Just like Napier in year one, I think Todd Golden learned a lot in year one. And to me, Napier, the biggest thing that he might have realized is I've got to have some bodies up there because these dudes are huge and they're fast and all these things need to happen. So, yeah, there's an emphasis there. I mean, losing a legit pass rusher like you did a couple of weeks ago certainly hurts, but hopefully Sapp can come in and, you know, fill that void. It's a position he played in high school, sort of get used to that. But I do believe that they'll be able to clog up the little, the middle a little bit more, and maybe that'll help or have the, the guard now have to come over and then you create some gaps and get into the quarterback and doing some different things. But, yeah, they, they've definitely got athletes there. Um, I mean, they, they don't, like, like from, from that team, uh, like, like you're talking about in, 
you know, that was that was 2019 when when they beat them. Who would you say is the best rush end on this team, Princely? Yeah, Princely for yeah, sure. And then who's two? Mm, I mean, um, probably Sap. Yeah, who moved out there? Do you, recently. Think, that, do you think that we can? Because it seems like you know nowadays you get one or the other. You get like a good up the middle stop, oh, like run stoppers, or you have people that can play contain. Just like in, in the NFL, you have run stopping linebackers or you have coverage linebackers, and finding one that can do both is really difficult. And in the past few years, we've had coverage linebackers in the SEC, which is a a uh, definitely a point of uh, an issue for for our defense. And so, do you think that we have the ability to contain, or do you think we're going to be more of a between the tackles, stop the run, um, than being able to contain it on the end? So, what do you think is our strength? I guess is what I'm asking. Well, I think the the strength, honestly, is is the linebackers on this team. You got a couple of veterans, obviously, their transfers coming in, um, and then you had Shamar, who was already here. But I mean, I, to me, that's the best spot, and I think those guys can cover. So they'll be able to do a lot of different things. I think you've got a, a guy on the end, certainly in Jason Marshall, that can take one side of the field away or do what he needs to do. And they'll. I think the biggest difference, David, what you'll see on defense this year is way more press coverage. I mean, those guys want to stop them. I think they feel like they have the athletes to be able to do that. And they'll be able to, I think, at least not have us watching third and 20 and the other team get it. And, and I think the defensive line's deeper. Which will help, sure, for for longevity during the game. But he brings up a good point, or asks a good point. Like I haven't. This is like you got to show me. I, I, Armstrong is is a pressure defensive coordinator, right? Yeah. Likes to come up, likes to bring guys in on, on the edge. Who's going to be that guy? Yeah. to get back there. Um, you know, obviously a Cox isn't on the team, but he was so inconsistent. I, I think that position is improved by him not being out there, mm-hmm. right? I, I totally so, agree with that. And then some of our our weak side defensive ends that were rushing guys, they were all the same body type. They didn't look like they were SEC players. They almost looked like lanky tight ends trying to come across, and they didn't get there as much as they should have. Yeah. But I wonder if you let a guy stand back there, you're gonna in the SEC at least, you're gonna get picked apart. So they're gonna have to bring pressure. Princely's the guy I see doing that, clogging the middle better, better coverage from the linebackers, and faster at the secondary. Yeah, that's what I. It just seems like we haven't had a defensive, like a defensive end, a rush end, or like a linebacker that plays that hybrid role like we had with like Fowler. We don't have somebody that just goes up there and takes someone's lunch money. Yeah, and 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 that and that was Justice Boone, which is hard that he got hurt. I mean, it's like almost like the one guy on defense you didn't want to lose. Yeah. So, I, gotcha. Well, you you guys have a good one. I don't want to clog up too much time here. No, you're good. Thanks, care. David. But yeah. So I mean, it's now Princely. He's he's got to step mm-hmm. up and and somebody else. Yeah. That's why it's so fun, man. Like we don't know. Yeah. Like I hadn't even thought of that yet. <laughs> right. I mean, right. in depth. Sure. Like I, I want to see who's going to come in on the edges, and you know Armstrong might dial some things up if he believes in his corners. Right. Yeah. That they can cover for you know seconds whatever he needs he can bring guys from different places if if he's that innovative is what we've heard we're faster mm-hmm. right that's what they're saying the team is faster that that is a big plus um the team wasn't very fast last year no they yeah, weren't you mentioned the four eights from they the were safeties, so. and you saw that in the combine yeah. that's how, how i found was. that out yeah. i was like man how can you have a safety so no wonder we were 10 yards back mm-hmm. when we shouldn't have been right right even if marshall's good enough to be there the closing speed wasn't there, so yeah. from the from the backside from the secondary. So, 
I don't know, but who who else do you see an outside linebacker making a difference? Well, um, it's a lot of guys that we just haven't seen. They're young. Yeah, they're they're young. Um, but I mean, Sco- Scooby Williams. I mean, yep. could be a guy doing some stuff. That's, and then then of course, you, I mean, you you got the the obvious guys. You got Mitchell, mm-hmm. and then. I mean, do Spurlock too? Another guy that could, could do some damage there. So, I mean, and then, you know, I I think, you know, when when you look at it, Jack Pyburn's that's, a guy. That's a guy I was thinking of. That, Big motor. Yeah, I heard he goes. And he just the the couple of practices I went to, like he's all over the place, mm-hmm. and they they're gonna move him around a bunch. I mean, he could even almost be an edge guy. He um, he's in. There was an article about him. Was there? Yeah, his girlfriend took him, and and he was doing yoga. And he's um he's saying the yoga has helped him so much wow. with flexibility and I'm like I, I, I'm starting to follow this guy a little bit you know like yeah. I like it and it's a I great interview his motors and he's a big guy yeah so is, he's from Jacksonville where was Piper yeah. I think from? he went to Bowls yeah that's yeah he was kind of like a, a guy they I sought out you know he wasn't a highly recruited guy yeah. maybe like a three star but like had some tools some analytics could run. I love it when Napier says verified speed. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we didn't have a lot of verified speed last year until we went to the combine. Then I saw it was verified, and I was like, dang. <laughs> you know? So, All right, um, let's get it uh, this final break. Jose is going to push a button. We'll be gone for a few minutes and then come back to wrap it up here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Chris Will. It's a busy day in girls' high school volleyball. A couple key matchups today include 2-1 Chiefland facing off with 2-1 Bell and 1-0 Bradford traveling to 1-1 Union County. And volleyball at the University of Florida is also off and running. The Gators took down Penn State and USF this weekend and now turn their attention to number 3 Stanford. The Gators take on the Cardinal tomorrow with coverage starting right here at 845. And Florida football is officially back this week. The Gators travel to Salt Lake City to take on the Utah Utes. Graham Mertz will make his debut for Florida, but questions continue to surround who will be under center for Utah, with senior Cam Rising coming back from an ACL tear in the Rose Bowl. Coverage of that game will start Thursday at 5 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. 
it's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Response to International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event has been incredible, but this is it, the final days. You have until August 31st to take advantage of the year's most attractive offer. Get IDC's amazing value price and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a special bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. It's incredible, and everything's included. GIA certified diamonds, all shapes, all sizes, thousands of engagement rings, designer jewelry, colored gemstones, pendants, bands, bracelets. It's our largest selection ever. Or if you prefer, you can get an instant 20% savings on all wedding bands during this incredible event. Take an amazing 20% off any wedding band. But there's just one catch. This spectacular summer of savings event ends August 31st at 6 p.m. and will not be extended. So hurry. Pick any item. Take advantage of three years zero interest financing and let IDC even cover your first two payments. Now through the end of August only. And only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Unapproved credit. Some product restrictions apply. See store for details. The WRUF Radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF the home of the Florida Gators. All right, Sean, back to work in a few days. Um, speaking of that, he won't be working tomorrow night, so Gator Talk got canceled if you were hoping to hear uh, Billy Napier over at the Keys Restaurant because we'll uh, be flying out tomorrow now and not on Wednesday, so uh, no Gator Talk this week. Let's get uh, Andrew to finish up the show. Hey, Andrew. Hey, I was curious if they've announced uh, is uh, who's the backup quarterback for this year? Is that Micah Leon guy going to actually be the backup? Uh, it could be. Um, yeah, I think I think both he and you know the the stud athlete because he was a uh, a baseball player have uh, both passed him. That's Max Brown, and but yeah, I mean, really, and and Spurrier actually think, I think came out the other day and really was hyping up Michael Leon as well. He's done really well in practice. Uh, Max Brown, the, the day I was there, was running with the twos, and he did some really good things. He's much better than he was a year ago. So, yeah, I think Jack has kind of faded away, and it's it's going to be those guys. But, I mean, you're talking about a really veteran presence in, in Michael Leon, who's been at a couple different schools, big-time programs. So um, even though he hasn't played a lot, he's he knows what he's doing. And that, I think – I think Billy Napier was just really – listen, as much as we all love Anthony Richardson or you know, at least some of you do and some, some maybe don't, I think Napier is excited because Napier is such a stat nut and really good at analytics and all this other stuff. He's excited to have guys that know the position and can do some things really well. And I think that's going to help Napier with the play calling and – They'll be able to open it up a little bit more because guys understand where to go with the football, how to read the defenses, and and make it work. Yeah, I like that. We got the depth. We're not gonna. It's not gonna come down to one guy. I don't think at quarterback. Sure. If, if he does come down. Yep. All right. Thank you. All right, Andrew. Appreciate you. So, 
I, I don't know. I mean, I saw that. Sp- I read the Spurrier article. It was real short. But okay. I was like, oh, Spurrier. You know how they get you to click. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, Spurrier really loves one of the quarterbacks on, you know. Uh, <laughs> which I, th- another guy I love was Lee McGriff. Mm-hmm. Lee would come on all the time and talk about how much he loved Trask. Sure. Since Trask was a freshman. Yeah. And I'd known Lee for a long time, and I just, I'm going to miss him, but he wants to watch his kids, his grandkids Great play, kid, yeah. and I get it. But he knows his stuff, so I'm like, Spurrier says he likes somebody, and it, it turns out to be that kid, a fifth-year grad transfer. He's a real depth piece, but I think if we get to that point, if Florida gets to have to play a guy like that, hopefully he knows the offense, but I, I don't think that'd be a good thing. Sure. I, I don't want I don't know the kid. I've never seen him, but, like, didn't he, he just came here – it's a good yeah, he wants piece. to be a coach, so he thought coming to Florida would help him do that. And that, yeah. Schottenheimer did that here mm-hmm. under Spurrier, and look where he that did. got him. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. But hopefully, shabby. we won't have to get there. Is Miller hurt? Miller has something going on with something, right? No, a thumb? I don't think no, so. he's good. He's yeah. just kind of falling behind. Yeah, he just. I don't know if he cares about football as much, really, as he should. Yeah. Okay. He's a Gator fan. His parents were Gator fans. I knew that. He went to Ohio State. He's got some ability. That yep. bowl game was a shame. Yeah, it was tough. But no, nobody protect him. No. I had a great time, man. Yeah. Always game love week. having you. Appreciate you. Game week. Uh, Jose, appreciate you as always. And uh, again, it's getting closer. Uh, apologize. No show tomorrow, but I'll be uh, dipping out of town. And uh, Dole's still trying to recover. And then uh, Wednesday... We'll obviously be out of town. And then Thursday we'll be talking about a football game. So we'll uh, come back on Friday and do it up and hopefully be talking about a, a Gator W. But PG was awesome. As always, I'm Jeff Cardozo. Hope uh, everybody stays safe with the storm coming. Don't mess up screens and trees and all the other stuff. And let's get to Thursday. Cheers, everybody.